Hey guys, and welcome. I'm Life Coach Meg Ellis. It's time for you to stop coasting through life, and it's time for you to find your purpose. It's time for you to create your fate. If you want to receive weekly inspirational texts to keep you focused and vibing high, text expect good things to 833-204-0009 to sign up now. Well, welcome back to the Create Your Fate podcast. Uh, we have our favorite resident <laughs> guest on the podcast today. I know, I'm basically just a part now. I know, right? I feel like it should just be like the Megan Lacey podcast. Right. <laughs> Y'all oh would gosh. like that, it would right? Be days and days and days and hours and hours of nonsense. I know, right? We would have no we would have no cutoffs. So um, but I do always love every time you come on the show. If no one's ever, you know, tuned into an episode with you before, give us a little background on you. Okay, so I I am one of the co-owners of Sugar Mama Shimmer. It is an edible drink glitter company. Yes, I sell glitter for a living, and I have never felt so morally blessed, but also in my realm. Yes, your creative <laughs> genius is glitter. Who knew? I know. Who knew I'd wind up in sparkles? I know. I love that, though. It's a sparkly life, but somebody has to do it, right? Yes. Oh, my gosh. And I am like... Please, I will always do this. And there, I will say there are days that I'm like, am I sick of glitter? And then there are days that I'm like, I'll never get sick of this More job. More glitter. <laughs> I'll never get sick of this. Yeah. I mean, every time I pass something sparkly or like rhinestone-y in a store, I'm like, oh, I need to get this for later. She needs this. Yeah, she, she needs, needs this. this. Yeah. Clearly, you need this. Yeah. And I used right. to sell insurance. So like. Oh, this for, is way better. I went from like PPOs to like naming glitters. Yes. You need a unicorn one. Like something. I know. We some do. Some type of like light pink or something. I mean, I know you already have. Yeah. Like a, you're, something. I well, see unicorn 2023. I know. Because we've already got mermaids. You have mermaids. Yeah. We do a lot of rainbow stuff with all the colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just need to check the unicorn off the list, don't we? Yeah, you do. You do. All right. I'll cook that up today. Start thinking about that. Just some idea generation for 2023. Okay. Um. But yeah, I mean, speaking of the mermaid stuff, like mermaid's kind of my thing. I have red hair. If you didn't look at the cover of the podcast um, <laughs> and people always buy me mermaid stuff. I have never bought myself one mermaid thing. And you have a million like so many coffee cups yes. and just like mugs, mugs, and napkins. I, have, I actually have a couple of fish tails, like mermaid tails. You which, gave me a couple of mermaid tails. Yes. Oh, yeah. For your. Um, my nieces and they love your four year old niece. And I'm like, I'm a 35 year old <laughs> adult woman. But yeah, um, no, like an a- actual tail that you can oh, wear. Oh, um, and I have worn those before in public. But um, I imagine it's the same thing with you where everyone's like, oh, sparkles. Like, yeah. you need this. Right. And it doesn't get old. I love it. I'm yeah. like, I literally dream of this room that is nothing but pink and sparkles or like silvery sparkles, just sparkles everywhere. And yeah. I just want one whole room of my house to be dedicated to, to sparkles. sparkles. I love well, that. Well, it already is dedicated to sparkles, so that's where I put all the inventory you that I put keep. That on your dream board. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. But a room of sparkles. Hello. Yeah, that's fine. That, that's awesome. Um, I was going to say, too, I am overcoming a, the flu. I had the flu. If you tuned in last episode, it was kind of a raspy voice, and it kind of threw me back because... Um, we're about to celebrate one year of the Create Your Fate podcast. Yeah, which is crazy. Oh my gosh, it's I can't crazy. even believe it went this I fast. I know, it's coming up next month. And 
I remember when we started the podcast, so speaking of dream boards, I put a podcast on my vision board and it literally came to fruition like two weeks later. Two weeks later. Yeah. Right? But I had been overcoming this really nasty flu. And if you listen to the intro of my podcast, it's like the super like raspy, raspy. voice. I do remember <laughs> that because you were like, is my voice too deep? Should I change it? Yeah. And then I just left it. And then people are like, wait a minute, this isn't your voice. So we're going back to the original Create Your Fate voice is with my little raspy voice it's here. Back. So it's back to celebrate the one year anniversary. But, um, you know, anniversaries are a great time to look back and see change, right? Yeah. And see how much you've changed. And that's kind of kind of leads into what we are going to be talking about today with just, you know, change. Like when I say the word Anybody triggered? Yeah. Like, well, I just start singing like the changes song or like changes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I said I would never sing on the oh podcast. Oh my god, I did and... I did too. And I just did it. Well, it's okay. Look we changed our mind. Yeah. Um twist my arm for some karaoke, right? But yeah, allowing yourself to change and um, you know, looking back on some type of milestone. I love, you know, everybody thinks change is the future, change is the future, but it you know. And that can be very overwhelming and very scary. And we're going to get into all of that of like why change is so scary. But I love a good milestone to actually look back on. Yes. And say, oh, my God, what has changed? So even with, you know, Sugar Mama Shimmer, what has changed in the last year? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so we started running in November 2020. And it was like everything changed all at once for us. And we started doing wholesaling and started going to markets and trade shows and selling our product and then this year, things kind of slowed down on that side. And we've had to kind of adjust what we're doing and what's working because everything that worked for us up until, you know, really probably May of this year, yeah. all of a sudden it's there was a shift and things started to change. And we were practicing the same things that we were doing before, but they just weren't working. Yeah. And we found ourselves like totally changing what we were doing and and just like, hey, what's our focus uh, this summer versus last summer? Last summer, it was like literally get your bags packed and get on an airplane and go to a trade show. Like yeah, every, I were... mean, there were weeks that I was home for less than 12 hours. I would sleep, do laundry and leave. And like the month of August, especially. I think I was home two days the month of August, but I was exhausted. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. It was exhausting. And this I year, imagine. I really didn't want to do all of those shows, but I really didn't anticipate on doing none. Yeah. And so when you're not doing these trade shows anymore, then how are you getting the income? Well, you got to change what you're doing. Adjust. I hate to use the word pivot. I know. You Did know? you notice I didn't so, use yeah. it? I, I know, like, right? I'm going to try adjust. my best not to use the word pivot because that's like PTSD. It is. But um, yeah, adjusting right. you know, what you're doing. Right. And it's not been easy. Like mm -hmm. I, I always say that like I grew up moving a lot. Like, I think by the time I was 18, I'd lived in 11 different houses or something oh gosh, crazy. Wow. But I will say one thing that has been great about that experience as a child is that I adjust to change pretty quickly. Yeah. And in some cases, actually kind of live for change. Like, I get bored in a situation. And even after a year of doing trade shows, I was a little bit like, whoa, can't do this. First of all, couldn't sustain it. Yeah, that schedule was sounds insane. And I just 
seeing you and in, in experiencing that and living it, I'm like, oh, my gosh, how are you? Right. How are you doing Oh, this? my gosh. And I look back at some of the pictures and I am like, wow, I was tired. Or, mm-hmm. wow, like, you could tell I was, like, living the road life where I was, like, eating bad food. Oh, and, yeah. Like, you can just see it. And then this year, I saw a video of myself and I, I thought, man, people that I haven't seen in five years would probably think, they wouldn't recognize me to some degree. They would be like, you look so different, but I don't know why. And it's just because so much has changed mm-hmm. in my life yeah, and for the better. But anyway, it's um, it has been not easy. And I think that lots of people get scared about change because of, of the uneasiness of it. Mm-hmm. And it's not that you don't know that what to initial expect. like hump of change. Like you just have to get over that hump. Right? Yes. But, you know. When you don't know what is on the other side, right, you start to fear change because there's no solid answer. So you begin to fear uncertainty, too. Right. You know, because it's like change automatically kind of underlies with uncertainty. And that is like, why is that so scary for you or what do you think for people? Well, for me, because I'm a control freak. Mm. So I want to control everything that's going to happen. And I'm learning some major lessons in control right now. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, oh. And sometimes being a control freak has really worked out for me. And so I think that's why it's hard to get away from that. Right. But when I, when I don't know what to expect, sometimes that's thrilling. But sometimes, especially in business and relationships, mm-hmm. It's very, like, scary. It's I, I can't control the situation or I don't know where I'll be able to control it. And I don't know. You know, I think it leaves you vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Which is hard. You know, we talked and, about that before. Yeah. And it's really hard um, to put yourself out there and be vulnerable and to just not know what to expect. But I think that the most growth happens when you do put yourself in those situations, even if it doesn't work out well or even if it is hard yeah or brings up some emotions i i think you grow the most when you do stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah well if you think about it if it does come back to control so so if you're somebody out there who hates change or fears it um and hate and fear is the same thing by the way um you know what start to think about like what is your driver like for you Lacey, it's it's control um, I want to be able to control everything. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, it's like if you have this insane need f- to control, it's going to prevent something potentially amazing from happening. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you can only control what you know. And uncertainty means there's a lot of things that you might not know. Right. Right. But and you can't control any of those. But. If you are trying to control it, then you are equally, on the other hand, not allowing it to happen because you can't control and allow at the same time. Yes. So when you are in the state of I'm trying to control something that I don't know, you are basing that on um, basically everything you know up until that point. Yeah. Right. So there's some type of like weird gap and miss because – the future can't be controlled because it kind of stops like at this point. I know I'm kind of getting like a little out there, but when you are so desperately trying to control it, but you realize that you can't, you are inhibiting, inhibiting 
you allowing something better to that, drop in. Yeah, that, yeah, to drop in that you don't even know is out there, right? It, also the unknown, but I'm not thinking about it. Yeah, or like the better unknown. Right. It's like think about all the things that you don't know yet. Right. You know, um, I was kind of, you know, thinking about this. I was talking to, you know, our good friend Jose, who's been on the podcast a couple of times. And we were talking about, you know, we, we went on this retreat last weekend um, and it was amazing. And, and we stayed an extra day and we're just kind of talking about, like, you know, the changes of the last year and, and everything we want to do in the future. And one of my holdups was um, I want to write a book, right? And I'm like, something is just telling me like it's not time yet. Yeah. You know? And then I think back to, you know, I love to reflect back. If you don't know what's happening in the future, just look back at the trajectory. You'll at least get the trajectory. Right. So I'm thinking like, oh, my God, all these things happened within the last month or two. That would be like imperative to this book idea that. You know, it's just not there yet. Right. Right. And I'm like, oh, my God, had I tried to force this and control it and be like, I want this um, book to be out by, you know, August of 2022, then I would have missed so many things because I was trying to control. Right. Like when this is going to happen. And it's like, dude, just like chill Mm -hmm. and then allow experiences to happen, allow time to guide you. And then like you end up with something beautiful that I couldn't have predicted three months ago. I didn't right. know this was one thing was going to happen to me a month ago that now it's like, oh, my God, I can't imagine it without this part. And my, you know? Yeah, my book would be incomplete, incomplete without this part. This is major. This is so helpful or, you know, yeah. I, whatever the book would be about. I mean, it could make or break it. Right. Yeah. And that's I mean, in this case, for me, it's like changing a deadline that I self-imposed, which doesn't really like, yeah, it's a goal, but like. Honestly, if it feels incomplete, you could try and force it, right? Right. Because with control, so then comes forcing. And you end up forcing something because you're afraid of the change. Like, I'm I'm afraid to change this and and push this back. Yeah. You know, even. And you end up with something that's inorganic and not natural. And again, you're just trying to like, oh, well, at least I controlled it. Right. Right. Yeah, it's kind of weird because I do thrive in change and I love change and I get really bored very easily with just like even like where I live or like, Mm -hmm. you know, just the things that I do. And um, I even like think like I will work out at a gym for like four years and then I'm like, I'm done with this. And then I'll move on to something Something totally (laughs) different. And not that four years is a long time to do something, but longer than most of my relationships. Yeah. Right. But I'm like, and like moving and, you know, like, oh, I want to live here and now I want to live here and now I want to try this kind of home and this, you know, and I, I've always thought like, man, I'm a commitment phobe. But really, I just really thrive in change. And it change. stimulates me. And you would think as a control freak that I wouldn't love change. But I think because of like my childhood and we moved a lot and we moved within the same town. It's not like I was like changing schools and all this stuff. Yeah. But you know, when you... It's still a big change, especially for a kid. Yeah, you know? it really is. Like, you're changing your, like, where you live and, your like... homeostasis, yeah. Yeah, and so I think it I think it can be really good, and so I kind of, like, live for it, but there is this control freak in me that is sometimes will start to, like, chirp in my own ear and be like, oh, you don't want to do that because that'll be scary, or you don't want to do that because then you can't... You'll have no control over the situation, and so I have to, like, calm her down and be like, okay, stop. (laughs) You actually love 
change. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. Because it opens you up to new experiences. It opens you up to new relationships. And, you know, there are times that I've put myself in situations where I'm like, just go, yeah. even though you're not going to be comfortable, because this could be really good. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, sometimes you have to like, in a changed situation, I have a friend that's moving um, and she's lived in the same house and her kids have grown up there. And I was like, look, this could be really, really good for them. Mm-hmm. And while, yeah, live, growing up in the same house your whole life can be awesome, too, and it can feel like a safe space, it's okay for kids to, like, navigate all of that or learn all of that. Yeah. And I think as adults— and experience change yeah, and learn how to handle it in a safe environment with your family, you know? Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. And the, there were times— um, you know, where I would even just change my route to work because mm-hmm. I was so bored. I need to change. I need, I I need like, a scenery I change. <laughs> see these same stoplights and stuff. And you start like, and- I remember um, when I had a nine to five, this is back when I lived in Pittsburgh. I mean, I would drive the same route every single day and you start to see the same cars. Yes. And you're like, I got to do something like this is not for me. Yes. You know? This guy that picks his nose every single morning. Yeah. Like I'm going to get him clean. Like the same a yes. cutting me off. Yeah. The same light. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I think, yeah, control is a big driver of, you know, fearing change. So, you know, you start to we immediately put up this wall when something's about to change and we automatically say, nope, nope, no, no, I don't like it. Yep. And it's like. Do you actually can you can you pause for a second and like just set your conviction aside just for a moment mm-hmm. just to say, hey, um, let's actually like analyze this change. Do I not like the change or do I not like the fact that I can't control this or I feel out of control? Right. And separate the two. Right. You know, mm-hmm. um, and you can learn to embrace change. I, I love change, too, actually. Um, you know, I. I tend to get bored easily as an Enneagram 7. <laughs> um, but I, my secondary number is 3, which my is My secondary you are. is 7. Yeah, yeah, right. Maybe that's why we get along so well. <laughs> but, um, you know, like that drive to like, I want to do more, I want to do more, I want to do more, what's next, right? But um, so tune in next week for the power of a pause. But um, yeah. which kind of like, you know, evens and balances this episode out. But, uh, you know, it, it's like... I adaptability is actually one of my core values. Yeah. Right. Because here's the thing. If you don't change, Mm -hmm. what's going to happen? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Right. Right. And I think that's literally the definition of insanity is doing doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different outcome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Which is another reason why, you know, people tend to look forward and it's super, super scary. Um, so I'm going to encourage you just look back at the last six months to a year of your life, right? First of all, it allows for a lot of celebration where you're like, oh my God, in the last year I started a podcast that has grown to be very successful and served as a resource for tons of my clients and potential new clients, right? Right. I started it from scratch and had no idea what I was doing, right? Right. Um, I had a mentor, Dr. Susan, and she helped me, right? Yeah. Um, but you know, oh my gosh, I did this really hard thing in the last year. Oh my gosh, I developed this program and then I started this um, part of my business and then I joined this group and wow, look at all these things that were not in the picture a year ago. I actually did overcome, you know, the fear of change 
five times majorly last year. Wow, that's awesome. Let me pause and celebrate that. So now I know, no, no, I can can do this in the future because I've already done it in the past. Right. And then you can look at your trajectory and say, in the last year, um, where if I were to continue on this exact route, Mm -hmm. where would I end up in one year? Do I like it? Right. You know, because uh, successful people look back and say, hey, this works and I do, do more of what works. And uh, I see, hey, what doesn't work? And I do less of what doesn't work. That's right. what makes somebody successful. But in that comes a lot of change, right? So if you look back and you say, okay, this is my trajectory. I like where it's going. Yep. And last year I changed five times um, major things, right? Wow, go me. I can do this. So I take that same trajectory, that same version of myself, which is actually now more evolved, like Pokemon or something, right? Actually, yeah. I don't even know how that works, but um, <laughs> either, right? I think there's some type of like leveling up situation, but um, you know, it's like now I'm a Pikachu. But um, again, no background on Pokemon, but you know, you look at your changes and you're like, okay, this trajectory makes me feel like I'm a little bit more in control, right? Yeah, um, it's interesting because. There with, you know, just kind of the beginning, what feels like uh, of a recession, you know, I am in the industry where I'm going to see it probably before a lot of people are going to feel it Mm -hmm. because really like we have a product and people, these stores buy our product and then they go and sell it. And when the people are slowing down, I think, you know, buying things, it kind of trickles down and to us and we kind of see it first before really like my friends and family really notice kind of what's going on. So that has been scary, but we all have been through a recession. We just survived a pandemic, you know? Right. And so like, I think that we have all kind of had to change a lot of things yeah. in our lives just with the pandemic. And then now we're starting to see, you know, like the economy, shifting a bit. And so like I can look back and say, you know, last year, man, we were booming, we were thriving, you know, whatever. And then this year I can be like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to expect. And I'm a little bit scared and I don't, I don't know what to change and how to change, where to change. I'm ready, but I don't know what. And so it's interesting because I have been trying to just educate myself on people who have been in this industry in 2007 and 2008 when there was a recession right. and, and how did they survive? Again. Look back. Yes. What worked? What didn't work? Exactly. You know? And how did these retailers, you know, survive this pandemic when they had brick and mortars and they were all shut down and what's working? And I started to, I watched this video of a woman and I felt like I was looking at like a future me. Mm-hmm. She's like, I've been a brand. I've been a buyer. I've been this. I've been that. And I was like, see, And all this time, I've had this idea of what I thought we were going to do with this business. And I'm like, oh, we're going to we're going to open up several other businesses and then we'll have a bakery and we'll have this and we'll have that. And like I've I have this big, huge plan for what this business is doing. But year two, everything's kind of changed. And now I'm starting to see hey, maybe this is just a small piece of the pie. Yeah. And maybe I need to, while I can have big dreams and big hopes, I can change those. And I could probably still do all those things at some point in time. But I do have to leave room for all these other things that could happen because maybe my course isn't exactly what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And again, looking back, 
when was the last time your course was exactly the way you thought it would be? Oh, my gosh. Never. <laughs> Literally zero out of ten. No, like you would have <laughs> asked me at 18. Actually, I've funny enough, I've been watching Laguna Beach again. It's terrible. I don't recommend. I, but it's like That's a, a wormhole I just can't it's, jump back into. It's horrible. Too many emotions. But I can throw it on in the background and not pay attention. Yeah. And all of these girls on here are like, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Because they're all like graduating high school and they're like oh, yeah. married with four kids, married and um, stay at home mom, living in a billionaire's mansion and like all of these crazy thoughts. And I remember thinking, I think I thought that. I think yeah. that I thought when I was like 25, I would be married with kids and all this stuff. And I'm not. And that's OK, because I I know that that will happen for me at some point and maybe not in the capacity that I thought. Oh, yeah. But, you know, so it's like it's just interesting because it's like you kind of set this plan for yourself. And I think especially for like a type three Enneagram, like I'm an achiever. Like I love a plan, a checklist. I love a checklist. I love <laughs> a plan. And so to like go and plan things is just part of me being a control freak. Yeah. I do love a plan like you know, just on random occasions too. Just like, hey, I love to know an idea of what we're doing. I just need to know what time to be can ready. I get some framework, <laughs> right? I just need framework. Yes, yeah. but I also can very much adjust to a plan. So if yeah. like we get to the restaurant and it's closed, I am like, yeah, we can go do whatever. I'm, I'm adjust. cool. Yes, yeah. we can. I won't say the word, but we can go to right. a different restaurant. We will adjust. Change our mind. <laughs> Tonight, it's Mexican instead of Italian. So Yeah, right. We eat Mexican every night. Um, right. I know. It's Mexican every night. But I'm from the Northeast, and I'm I'm still trying to find a good Italian place in Texas. So if you're listening and you know of one, please DM me. Um, Hopefully in the Houston area. In the Houston area. I will drive. I will drive. I already travel a lot. But um, so, yeah, I mean, I think a driver for me that... I have experienced in the past that I still find myself, I mean, I, I definitely, if I were to look back and say, whoa, I've really navigated this quite well, but it's it's never like, oh, check, like, check mark, um, totally don't fear change anymore, like, right. on to the next thing. It's, it still comes up. And my driver is uh, failure, right? Yeah. If I make this, so I could go down this route and I know exactly what I'm going to get, right? Yeah. It's not exactly what I want. But it's safe. It's a yeah. safe route, right? That's where my wing six starts coming in. Yeah. Where it's like, no, 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 take the safe route. Um, you know, or again, with that uncertainty, it's like, if I take this chance, I might fail. Right. And that's, um, I mean, that's when you do, you know, you, you have to analyze the risk. Right. And, and you know worst case scenario type, what would I do in that situation? So it comes with calculated risk, but it's still a risk. And it's like, hey, what if I fail at this? And then what? You know? And usually the answer is you'll just do something different. You'll figure it out. Like it will, you're not going to like wind up on the streets. That's what yeah. I always have to tell myself. I'm like, I think what I fear like, you know, maybe you fear what people will think of you. 
Everybody is busy with themselves. Nobody cares. Trust me, no one cares. <laughs> Worst slash best life coaching advice ever. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody's paying attention to you. I will like put on an outfit and be like, oh my gosh, I can't wear this outfit because I'm not like a big poster on Instagram on my personal account. And I'm like, I can't wear this because I'm going to be with this one friend and she likes to post and it's going to look like I only have one outfit. And then I'm like, no one cares. Was it no the green shirt with the pink flower things? <laughs> no. But like, that is definitely. I love that shirt. It's a great shirt. I know, but it's like one of my few pictures that it actually, I did have that thought when I wore that the last time. I it, like that. It looks good. Keep wearing it. You but know? no one is on my page. I am not Jennifer Lopez. Change I am your not outfit. Kim Kardashian. <laughs> yeah, change your outfit. Change your outfit. No I'm one kidding. cares what you're doing. And so, no you know, I don't know. And I, I do think, like, I have had a lot of change over the last three years. Like, moved to Texas, changed jobs, changed cars, changed time zones. I changed everything. Then a pandemic hit. Changed, like, really what I had planned on doing when I got here. And then... Then started a company, changed, completely changed career paths. And when I look back at that, it's like you said, you have to reflect on it because, wow, that was a lot. And I really kind of handled it pretty well. Yeah. So and acknowledging that. And if you don't stop and acknowledge, wow, look at all the things that I overcame in the last year and change that I navigated, then, you know, it. If you do that, it gives you a confidence boost for when you start to look forward. Like, right. no, 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 like I, I can do hard things. I've already done this. Right? right. So like making this small adjustment in my business or maybe it's uh, making this small adjustment where I'm going to like start exercising or eat healthy or, you know, something in forward motion and you're, you're a little bit scared about it. It's like that doesn't seem so big when you look back at some of the major things mm -hmm. that you've done. Yeah. And I think that's gotten me through a lot. You know, the last three years, I'm like, wow, I've really I've done a lot. A lot has changed. And but now you can see it on my face. Yeah. Yeah. And these people that haven't seen me in five years or three years, like I, somebody said the other day, I saw a video of you. I know I haven't seen you in a while. You just look so happy. And I thought I am. I'm just so happy. Like, so it exudes, you know, it yeah. shows on your face and it in your energy and your whole life. So um, don't be scared of change. I mean, it can be some of the best things that ever happened to you mm -hmm. can come out of something changing yeah. in your life. Yeah. And, and I think that's I think that's great advice. Say, like, hey, it's OK not to fear. Like, it's OK to, to fear change, but like work on overcoming it. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, doing something that scares you indicates like, wow, I'm making big moves and I'm not staying bored yep. and complacent. Uh, in my life. So like, stop thinking that, you know, change is bad or feeling scared about the change is bad. It, it's not bad. It's just different. Yep. Right. Yeah. You're not fearing something because it's bad. You're fearing it because it's different. Right. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, like, well, different isn't so, so bad. Right. You know, and just allowing yourself that little like mindset shift and knowing like, okay, is this excitement maybe? Yeah. Is it excitement mixed with fear? Right. Um, Okay, well now I'm excited. Right. You know, like, capitalize on that excitement and and you know, have that be the basis of things and it's okay if you're a little nervous because um I, I will say this, one of my very favorite quotes is very few things require knowing all of the answers. Oh, I love that. I know, right? I don't know where I read it years ago. Very few things require knowing all of the answers. Mhm. Mm 
And it just like, my mind is blown. I know, right? It just relieves a lot of pressure. It really does. Where you're like, oh, I don't have to know all of the answers, right? You know, to to make this change, right? And and knowing, here's the thing: if you can look back and say, if I don't change anything at all, look at my past trajectory and move that into my future, then I know exactly what I'm going to get. Yep. And I also know that that's not what I want. Right. This is not going to make me happy. Right. Right. Assuming that's why you want to make some type of change. Right. right. Now, if what you're doing is working for you and you're thriving and doing great and feeling great about it, then yeah, stay on that trajectory. Right. Until something feels off. Right. But if something is feeling off and you're like, no, I, I, I think I need a change, um, you know, use that like excitement. Right. And knowing, hey, I know exactly what I'm going to get and I don't want it if I don't change. Right. You know, and this is where that fear came in of of failure. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, I have to be excited to fail and learn a lesson. Yeah. Like where if I fail at this, it means something better is um, coming or it means like I was close, but I didn't nail it on the head. So I have to, again, adjust like, oh, right. This is what it was. It was slightly off than what I initially thought, but like, oh, this is it. But I still wouldn't have ex- been able to come across this answer, you know, if I hadn't, you know, tried to go this route. Started, like, yeah. Actually, like, so my company started as a networking. I, my company has evolved um, multiple times, right? It started um, back in 2018 as a fitness networking company, right? I like wanted to break down this competition for the fitness industry in Houston, right? So we would do like these crazy awesome events where everybody would come together and business owners would meet like instructors. And, you know, it's really cool to see like on Instagram and Facebook, like people still friendships that I know and businesses that like all came together on partnerships because of my events. It's really cool to see like, Oh, I like, but my business didn't work out. Right. Right. It was actually, it failed because, um, the pandemic hit and then everybody was was shut down. Everyone's like, okay, like, no, we're networking. <laughs> we did a couple of virtual events and it was like, mm, yeah, okay, we're not like, hanging out. We're kind of done with virtual happy hours. Right. Oh, um, yeah. That, there there that was phase. a time where there was like, it was fun at first. And then it was like, okay, I don't want one more. <laughs> no. And remember um, remember the app like House Party? Where you'd, like, oh, yes. A bunch of yes. People? Oh, God. Huh. I think I saw my phone. I got to delete it. But anyway, um, you know, like you had to a- adjust because it was like, okay, like, we're not networking. But, like, what other skills do we have? And I had a business partner at the time, and we started consulting, right? We it's kind of started a little bit we before the pandemic and and went into that. And then I found out, you know, I ended up parting ways with my business partner. And and this is still another company name at the time. And I, you know, rebranded and restarted it, what is now Phoenix 8. Um, but I started down this, like, consulting line where it was consulting for fitness industry but then the skills like the marketing and the social media branding they um we expanded we changed yeah right because it was like oh these all work for other industries too so like let's do that and then i realized i don't actually like doing this stuff yeah like i don't like doing current state assessments i don't like you know (laughs) telling people like who to fire who to hire yeah you know i don't like doing like data um, and it's like analysis. I don't like it. So now I'm like, okay, I've changed it into something successful, but now I don't like it. Yeah. You know, because sometimes even if it is working, it isn't fulfilling you or no. making you happy. And I was you like, can change this is a lot of work because, you know, 
I kind of had come from this cush job where like my old nine to five. Right. And now I'm like, okay, now I'm doing like all those work and I don't like it. So it's like, I might as well just go back to my old job if right. I'm just going to be working really hard for less money. Right. You know? Right. And then, you know, you can make a huge decision like that. Like had I not given it a chance. Yep. Right. Yeah. To, to really mold it into what I wanted, I could have just been like, hey, like, screw this. I'm going back to my nine to five. But I gave it a chance and I said, hey, what's working? Yep. And what's not? What do I like? What can I continue to mold this into to make this work for me? Where it's not a complete failure because failure is also like, I don't like doing this and I don't want to do it anymore. Let me go back to my nine to five. Right. That was a failure for me. Right. Right. Um, I was like, you know what? I don't like the consulting part of it. And I do a little bit of it now. But- the parts that I like. Right. Um, you know what I really like is working with the business owners and the teams and the people. Right. Like I like the coaching side of it more, which I had found myself doing a lot of during COVID because everyone was like, what's going what on? What do I do? Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is the route. But I would have never found that route if I had never done the consulting side. Right. You know, right. so I was like, okay, like, let's move the needle just a little bit, you know, one degree to the left. It's actually coaching. Right. So then I knew, okay, now I have a trajectory and a direction of now this is what um, are my next steps. Like, let's get certified in this and this and this and this and this. Right. And now it's like, oh my God, I love what I do. Right. And it's like everything, every part of my business, I love. Like, granted, like I don't like doing some menial taxes. Tasks. Yeah, taxes. Accounting. Oh my gosh. Well, I, I outsource. <laughs> Anything I don't like, I outsource. Yeah, so, for sure. Um, thank you, accountant. But, um, you know, there's some things that I don't like doing, you know, the, the, some of the admin, admin stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's like, eh. but generally speaking, I'm like, yes, this is it. This is it. Right. And now all these, you know, because I release that fear, and I firmly believe this, I release control. I could yeah. have tried so hard to control it. No, like, networking company, networking company. I'm going to control this and it's still going to be a networking company in a pandemic. Right. right? Like, no, got to open your hand up, let it go. Yep. And I could have feared failure where I was like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing here. Hired a business coach. They helped me, you know, um, and they helped me navigate around like failure and just adjusting it to what I wanted. Right. So I let go of these fears. Yeah. And guess what? Now my business is changing, but in the best way possible, where new opportunities are now being presented to me, where it's like, oh, now I'm going to be doing global retreats. Right. Oh, now I'm going to be doing this. Or now I'm going to be working with this group of people and this group of people. And it's like that only happened because both of my hands were open. Right. I let go of control and I let go of fear of right. failure. So now my hands are open and it's like, oh, I can actually receive all these amazing changes. Right. Right. Where it's like, oh, now this is exciting. And the fear has kind of worn off. Yeah. You know, well, you have to trust the process for sure. Mm, yeah. Trusting and the you have to just trust that like the higher, the highest good is going to happen. Yep. And that doesn't mean that every day is cupcakes and rainbows. But what it can mean is like there's you're going to get nowhere further by worrying. And listen, I am like right now in a state of constantly talking myself out of like anxiousness and worry and oh my gosh I just don't know what is going to happen with this business and I am like I trust the process everything will be fine I will be fine I'm not going to wind up on the streets like I will be okay and I you know I'm having to like talk myself through this right now in comparison to where we were last year and I'm like 
you know, comparing last year, it was a different year. It was a different time. And so I'm trusting the process, but I'm also having to get used to the new normal of 2022 and it's August, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, 2022 is different and you just got to get used to it. Like when I moved here, I had to get used to not knowing where I was at. I had to get used to new doctors and dentists and I had to get used to new roads and like even just laws. Like there's different laws down here. But you can't, you can't force something that is no longer. Right. right? Yeah. And letting it go. It's like, no, this is how we do things in Indiana. Well, honey, you in Texas now. Right. You know? We do everything We're bigger and better. <laughs> yes. Everything's <laughs> bigger here. But sometimes it's like giving yourself time to just like get used to it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then, you know, you may get down the road. Maybe you've moved somewhere or maybe you've changed jobs and you're like, oh, uh, I don't think I like this new job. Like, did I make a mistake? Yeah. Yeah. Give yourself some time to like get used to it. And then if it's still not for you then make another change Mm -hmm. or, but also trust the process. Trust that even if that doesn't seem like the direct path to where you're wanting to go, you're going to probably get there Mm -hmm. Yeah, and different things are going to happen for you that you didn't anticipate or expect. Yeah. So that would be my advice on lots of change. You know, give yourself some time. Like you don't give it a fair shot and be honest with it. Right. Right. It's like, again, do I not like this actual change or do I not like the fact that I'm full of fear? Do I not like the fact that I'm trying to control this? Right. Right. Separate the two things. Yep. So you can open-mindedly give it a fair chance. Right. Right. I am, and I can tell my, I can, I can say this with confidence that I am putting my best foot forward and I'm really trying this. Right. Right. Yeah. And like, even just for me, like <laughs> dating and stuff, um, we, you know, like at the beginning I get into this, like, oh my gosh, everything's different. Everything looks different. Like, oh, this person's going to be around forever. And, and then I'm like, you know what? I just have to like take things slow. Yeah. Ease into it, get used to that person becoming a part of my life or, you know, Mm -hmm. and then everything is fine. So it's like with everything. Yeah. Yeah. Don't rush it. Don't expect to like get that new job and love it the very next day. Mm -hmm. You're not going to know what you're doing. You're not going to know who to talk to about certain things that happen. Um, It's the same thing with like exercise and moving somewhere. Give it a chance. Yeah. Give it a chance. Give it a fair shot and then assess, reflect back, like you said, and Mm -hmm. say, do I not like this because it's different or do I not like this because this is just actually not for me? Yeah. Yeah. And chances are a lot of the times it probably is just that it's different. It's different. And different is not bad. It's just different. Right. So embracing, again, change. Right. right? My goodness. And full circle. I know. Right. <laughs> different is essentially change. Um, yeah. And and it's it can be it can be hard, you know. And, and one thing that um, I do when my mind starts to begin to worry and project into the future is I always go back and look back. Hey, if I'm worried about the next year, let me look back at the last year. Wow. Okay. I I did some major things. Like right. I got this. I got this. Right. Yep. But then also like trusting perfect timing. Right. If you yep. can say with confidence or even talk yourself up to this and, and um, instill this into your being with a daily mantra of, I trust perfect timing. Yep. So all of a sudden, if you can say, hey, I trust perfect timing, then all of a sudden, you know, things aren't so scary. Right. Like, well, this just isn't the time for it. Right. You know, exactly. but the perfect time will will present itself to me, right? When it's time for me to write my book, 
perfect timing will present itself to yep. me. So and I'm you'll not just know. Worry. Yeah, you yeah. just know. You trust yourself because you trust the process, but you learn a lot about yourself, you know, and it takes just a lot of reflection and then, you know, excitement into the future. Like, don't let the fear overrule the excitement. Yes. You know? Yeah. Because so. it can be fun and exciting. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I love, I think my the seven in me is like, mm-hmm. I live for something different. We and love excitement. <laughs> like even just like a, you know, like this is silly, but it's like when you go into your gym and they like change the playlist and it's like so exciting for like, like oh, the dumbest new. little reason, but it's like fun and it's different. And, or when they try like do a different move that you've never done before, it's just, it's fun to achieve it. Mm-hmm. It's fun to, I don't know, to change right. it up. And and that's a mindset, though, like focusing on that excitement and like the good side of different, right? Versus like, wait a minute, what's happening? This isn't the same. Right. You know, right. It's like, it's okay if it's not the same. Right. You know? Exactly. So. Exactly. Well, I'm excited for the changes, you know, uh, for Sugar Mama for the next year because I know you have a couple of new products coming out. And just, yeah. You know, who knows what the year is going to hold. Right. And it's going to be just amazing and focusing on your energy on the excitement of like, wow, big things are coming. Look at what I did in the last year. Right. So, right. So if we if we want to know more about Edible Drink Glitter, uh, where can we find you? Yes. Okay. So you can find us on Instagram and Facebook. It's Sugar Mama Shimmer. Mama is spelled M-A-M-A. That's the correct way to spell it. Just so you know. Mama. And um, it's just the shorter way. And honestly, Sugar Mama Shimmer is a long name. <laughs> um, so, but you can also buy our products on our website, sugarmamashimmer.com. We've got all kinds of things. We've got like sparkly candles. We've got um, sparkly jackets. Sparkly everything. Sugar Mama. Oh my God, I, lo- I, lo- I love the jackets. I mean, um, the jackets are so cute. I know, and it's almost fall. So I know. It's perfect time. What, almost fall in parts of the country. <laughs> I know that's true. We're we're suiting up for summer 2.0 here, right? Until November, um, yeah. but but false. still we wear a jacket, you know. Yeah, I went home to Pittsburgh a couple weeks ago, and it was like, oh my god, 85. Everyone's like, it's 85 out. I'm yeah. Like, oh my god, so I should grab a sweater. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's exactly. I had my sweatshirt on. I was in Indiana last week, and I had my sweatshirt on at night, and my stepmom was like, it's really warm out. It's great. It feels great out. And she's like a cold person anyway. Mm-hmm. And I was like. Yeah, I need this thick hooded sweatshirt. Yeah. My um, body temperature has changed. I was getting so. ready to say it's it's crazy, it, kind of full circle, but it's crazy how quickly you do adjust to the climate. Yeah. And I mean, it, allow yourself to acclimate. You know, yeah, it's just don't resist it, right? Because that's me still like wearing like shorts and a t shirt in eighty five degree weather in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'm like, no, I'm I'm cold. Yeah, I'm just gonna wear a sweatshirt. And <laughs> after we were at my grandma's um, birthday party, we all were outside like loading the car, and everyone was dripping sweat. And you're just guess like shivering. Was, guess who was not looking <laughs> fabulous? I'm sure. You know, I was glowing. I was like, finally. I'm not sweating like a man in front of everybody. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you walk to your car in Houston. It's like August in Houston. And it's like, oh, my God. <sighs> Melt. Really hot. And in Indiana, I was like, yeah, I could. My hair flopped like ice cream. It melted like ice cream. But mm-hmm. I was not sweating. Yeah. There's so. perks of it. The perks of the humidity. We're going to look young forever. So. Yeah. But, um, well, thank you for coming on the show. Oh, thanks as, for having me. I as so always, much fun. My resident guest. And actually, um, you're tuning in next week with me, too. So Heck yeah. So you want more sugar mama, tune in next week. Um, but, you know, Lacey and I both believe that you can create your life. And we're we're doing it. We are creating our own fates. So um, definitely check her out. Check out uh, all the all the glitter and the glam. It's so much fun. And tune in next week to hear more from Lacey. We're 
going to be talking about the power of a pause, Whew. which whew, I think we all might need, you know, a little bit. And I don't like to use the word need. So I'll say we can all choose the yes. power of a pause. But um, if we could leave you with just one thing, it would be this. Expect, Expect good things, things always. always. And, and they, they will happen. happen. We'll see you next week. Bye.